0: All right, everybody at home. This is the Ordinary Church Podcast. I'm Connor Hass. I'm here with Pastor Mike, and uh, this morning, Pastor Mike, we want to rewind a few weeks back to uh, a sermon you're preaching on delighting in the Trinity. You're preaching on the Holy Spirit, and you promised us ten ways that we can respond to the Holy Spirit, and then gave us three. No, you're right. So short. So we are way. ready. We are ready. The time has come. Yes. We're ready to hear. Uh, Seven more ways that we can respond to the Holy Spirit. So,
1: okay,
0: uh, yeah, if you could, do that. maybe, maybe quickly run wow. past those first three again. Let me do that.
1: In fact, let me even back up a bit and give okay. give our listeners, okay. in case Good. someone's Good. tuning in for the first time, Good. we did a five week Trinity series called "Behold Your God." We looked at first at Isaiah six and how God's holiness. Uh, humbles us, and we worship Him when we serve His purposes. We looked at God the Father, a present, loving, choosing Father who causes His children to thrive in Christ. We were anchored in a Trinitarian passage, 1 Thessalonians chapter 1. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we were looking at that. And then we looked at God the Son in the same passage, the powerful, perfect, uh, promised Savior who gives His people faith, hope, love, and joy. And then we move on to the Holy Spirit. So we were Looking really at 1 Thessalonians 1.5, where Paul says, my gospel came in the power and in the Holy Spirit with full assurance. So Mm -hmm. gospel came not only in power, Mm -hmm. but in the Holy Spirit. Hmm. And who is the Holy Spirit? What does he do? How are we to respond to him? And so we really looked at that. And we talked about the obvious things. The Holy Spirit's God, right? Um, The Holy Spirit is a person, not a force. And also that the Holy Spirit is Doing things, right? He does things. And the Holy Spirit helps you live the Christian life. He does. So He does specific things. Mm -hmm. He indwells us. He lives in us. He brings the Word of God to our remembrance and He uh, glorifies the Son. The Holy Spirit glorifies the Son. The Holy Spirit pours out God's love into our hearts. The Holy Spirit comforts us, bears witness with our spirit that we're children of God. The Holy Spirit seals us. And you're just seeing all these things that we rejoice in about the Holy Spirit, right? He's the guarantee of our inheritance. And he anoints us, and he intercedes for us according to God's will. So I gave 10 things, and then I was going to give 10 corresponding responses. Gotcha. To the Holy Spirit. Okay. So again, the Holy Spirit indwells us, brings the word to your remembrance, glorifies the Son, pours God's love into your heart, comforts you, bears witness with you that you're belonging to God, seals Hmm. you, guarantee of your inheritance, Mm -hmm. anoints you, intercedes for you. So how are we Hmm. to relate to the Holy Spirit based on that? Hmm. So kind and of praise, a long praise intro. God for those things. Yes. That's a great list. Yes. Yeah. So praise God for that and I know it's kind of a long intro but the first three things I gave was obviously first and foremost worship. Okay, the response to the Holy Spirit is when you worship God, you worship all of God. It's impossible to worship one person of the Trinity and not worship the whole Trinity. So you need to worship the Holy Spirit. Secondly, in prayer. So you respond in prayer and again when you pray to one member of the Trinity, you're essentially praying to all three. And Michael Reeves put it this way and I love Michael Reeves book Delighting in the Trinity mm. as you know, mm-hmm. but here's what he said. Normal Christian prayer is even richer and juicier. I love his uh, phrases <laughs> that richer he brings, and juicier. Yes. Mm-hmm. We join in with the fellowship as the Father, Son and Spirit are already enjoying it. The Son who is already interceding for us with the Father brings us to be with him before the Father. The Spirit helps us, supports us. We pray Abba in Jesus' name, empowered by the Spirit, delighting in God's beauty. And then he said this, if God were not triune, it would be better to keep quiet and hope to avoid being heard. It's like, hmm. wow.
0: Hmm. Okay, so we had that. Strong words.
1: This third response to the Holy Spirit, and I took a lot of time on it, but is that we read and hear and listen to the word of God. And you'll really need to go back to that sermon mm-hmm. uh, that I preached because I'm telling you, there was a, it was just a long section. I think that's probably why I didn't give the other <laughs> seven. Okay. I realized I'd gone so <laughs> long on it. Probably did a lot of ad-libbing and extemporaneous <laughs> preaching on that one. And so, listeners, you really want to hear that part of the sermon and just listen to the whole sermon, really. But you want to really dive into that read, hear, and listen. Yeah. And because there's some cautions there, and there are some things that we really need to take to heart about what does it mean to listen to the Word of God. Well, let's go ahead and then dive into these last seven. Okay. 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 Sounds good. Number four, number four, the fourth response to the Holy Spirit is trust, trust, leaning on the everlasting arms of God, resting in Him, settled in Him, peaceful, secure. Yeah, he's guiding, He's leading you, and you're following.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: So the idea is the worldly wisdom versus the wisdom of the Word. Uh, 1 Corinthians 2.12 says, We have received not the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit who is from God, that we might understand the things freely given us by God. So we trust Him. We understand the things freely given to us by God. And you think about it. The Holy Spirit's power in your life comes first by letting the Word of God dwell in you richly. hmm Okay, Colossians 3.16, mm-hmm. and then delighting in the Lord, primarily through the lens of his revealed word. And in that delight, the Lord, by the power of the Holy Spirit, infuses his desires in you. Mm. And so you trust him. And, you, you you know, your regeneration comes from God. And so there's, there's no supernatural work of God apart from the spirit of God in your life. You've got to trust him. Mm. So trust is mm. a response. The fifth response is obey. Okay. okay some of these are very... Intuitive. You go, oh, yeah, I knew that yeah, one. good to hear the basics. But you got to obey them. Mm-hmm. Say no to sin. Uh, your will should cause you to live differently than you did before. Now, in your life, the gears may be grinding, but you go, I'm still moving forward. I'm not frozen. You know, there's signs of life. There's a pulse. But you think about the fruit of the Spirit. And I know Andrew McNeil brought this out on a Friday morning recently, and I thought it was a good point, just a simple point. But Galatians 5.22, the first and last words in a list are usually the ones that are stressed the most. Mm. And in the fruit of the Spirit, it is love, receiving and giving the love of God. But also the last one is self-control. So you think of obedience. Uh, You resist sinful habits. You resist outbursts of anger, unfair judgment of others, unjust treatment of others. And remember what Paul said to Timothy. God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and love and of a sound mind or self-control. And so we want to remember that. Uh, keep in step with the Spirit. Walk by the Spirit. Uh, do not grieve the Spirit. Do not indul- insult the Spirit. Do not quench the Spirit. That, those are all obedience words. So sanctification, uh, where you're becoming more holy, the, the Holy Spirit's changing your desires. And, and I brought out this somewhere recently that he changes your wonder. He changes your wanter. Your wanter, Mm -hmm. okay. So you want new things now. Right. So the Mm -hmm. encouragement to you who want your wanter changed but continually fall back is (laughs) you're in the right place. And if you're brokenhearted over your wanter being broken, it's probably not as broken as you thought Mm -hmm. because God's renewing your mind. Um, So the idea is in obedience is we say, I I don't want to do anything outside the bounds of Scripture. And when I do, I repent. And I want to align with God in everything and resist the pull to rebel against his Mm -hmm. righteousness. Mm -hmm. So the Spirit causes you to live differently. So the response to the Spirit, obedience. The sixth response to the Spirit is service. 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 So serve God's purposes, help and bless mm-hmm. people mm-hmm. as God wills. He gives gifts. Um, Paul said this in 1 Thessalonians 1.5, you know what kind of people we prove to be among you for your sake. They were doing, uh, you know, Ephesians 2.10, created in Christ Jesus to uh, to do good works that God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. Mm -hmm. Uh, You think of Titus 3, Mm -hmm. 11 and 14, Mm -hmm. Uh, let our people learn to engage in good deeds to meet pressing needs Mm -hmm. and not be unfruitful. Mm -hmm. Uh, You think of um, other places, Acts 13, 36, that you serve God's purposes in your generation and then you die, okay? Mm -hmm. So you think about um, seeing traction and growth in your life. And when you're serving God, you kind of see that traction right in front of you. So I think it's important To, to serve the Lord and know that we don't make things happen, but we are instruments in mm-hmm. the Redeemer's hands. Mm-hmm. So Amen. that's the sixth one. Mm-hmm. Seventh one is love. Love. Now, the point about this one is if, if there's a person who says, you know, I've experienced the Holy Spirit, but then they're sour, they're controlling, they're harsh, they're mean, they're inconsistent with Spirit-controlled living. And so God's not the one that's broken. We're broken. And by the way, listeners, if you listened to my sermon last week on delighting in the Trinity, you might be saying, hey, some of this was in your sermon. Yes, on the sly, I wove in these seven things (laughs) uh, in miniature, micro, into the sermon. On the sly. On the things Uh I did, uh right. uh So, But the idea is if you're not loving Christ, you're not serving God, right? Mm -hmm. And so you're not serving God. You're not yielding the spirit. You want to serve God. You want to love Christ. You want to live a joyful life. And so... You just want to engage the truth in your heart and mind. You love God. And what happens? Find you're loving others more. So the idea of love mm-hmm. is a response to the Holy Spirit. And um, I think that's a good one, right? So I've got a couple more. Yeah. The eighth mm-hmm. out of 10 is yielding. Mm-hmm. Yielding. Now, think about this. Yielding means that you're giving up control. Okay, you let someone else go first. So if you're not yielding, you are resisting. OK, so resisting leads to conflict and yielding leads to peace. And you're supposed to be at peace with God and others. So yielding is like submission. OK, it's different than obedience in the sense that it's almost a step towards obedience. Mm-hmm. But you're yielding by saying, God, you know better than me. Mm-hmm. And I don't know everything. And mm-hmm. you know everything. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to I'm going to offer myself to you for your purposes. Yeah, I'm going to submit to the spirit. Yeah. Here's the interesting thing in the Bible, when it says to submit to the spirit of God. It is an active thing, not a passive thing. Hmm. So we think of, well, I'm going to submit to you. So now you get to choose everything. This is an active submittal. Okay. So what it is, is you got your subjective changing emotions driven by objective, unchanging truth. And you're saying, I'm going to actively submit to God.
0: Hmm.
1: Okay. And that that's yeah. going to put me in line yeah. to start obeying more. Hmm. And so um, when we disregard scripture, we disregard God who gives the Holy Spirit to us. Mm -hmm. That's what 1 Thessalonians 4, 8 says. Hmm. If you disregard what God says, you disregard God who gives the Holy Spirit to you. That's right. And the Word of God is authoritative, so we have to submit to it. And I think the idea of yielding really captures submittal. Yeah. And um, that's that one. Hmm. So yield, follow, be led by the Spirit. That's normative Hmm. for every Christian. Hmm. Okay. Um, by the way, when you're being led by the Holy Spirit and you're dealing with the Romans 7 battle and you got Romans 8, but it seems right out of your reach. You're, you're enveloped with the Romans 8 truth, but you're slugging through the Romans 7 battle, um, but you know you have victory in Christ, mm-hmm. so you keep yielding to God. Mm-hmm. So that's mm-hmm. the idea. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, two more. The ninth one is work. Work. Now, some people think that letting the Spirit be in control as opposed to planning and working hard and that, oh, you know, spiritual people are the most spontaneous people. Not necessarily. Uh, no, the Spirit works to inspire you to plan and to think and to press on to holiness. I mean, Paul was Spirit-filled, and here's what he said in 1 Corinthians fifteen ten By the grace of God, I am what I am, and His grace toward me was not in vain. On the contrary, I worked harder than any of them, though it was not I but the grace of God that is with me. Hmm. And then Colossians 1.29, he says, for this I toil. He's toiling, he's working hard. Then he says this, not just toiling, struggling. Hmm. So I, I, for this I toil, struggling with all his energy that he powerfully works within me. Did you notice he's struggling with the energy of God working in him? Working in him. Sounds like Philippians 2, 12 and 13. Yeah. Work out your salvation with fear and trembling, for it is God who is at work in you to will and do his good pleasure. Hmm. All right, last one one. out of 10. Mm -hmm. Last one is this, uh, rejoice. Okay, rejoice. That's a response to the Holy Spirit. What Paul told the Thessalonians is this, you receive the word of God amidst much opposition with the joy of the Holy Spirit. So that the the joy was inspired by and given by the Holy Spirit. And you think about it. um, Here's the Holy Spirit who is God, a person, not a force who does specific things, and you're to relate and respond to the Spirit of God, and and you boil it down, you're like, man, I want to worship, I want to serve, I want to wait on Him. I'm rejoicing as I'm doing all Mm -hmm, of these things. mm -hmm. Like, man, I could be going through the worst time in my life, and I can still rejoice Mm -hmm. that that God is God, and that He has saved me, and that the Spirit's transforming me into a glorious new creation, like right before my very eyes. And I I don't see it all the time, but I know it's true because um, the Bible says it. And I think, you know, to sum this up, I would say this, believer, your life is defined by Christ and scripture, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: not by your feelings, not by your emotions, not by your thoughts. And that the profoundest gifts that God has bestowed upon you are to be alive in Christ and fulfilling his purposes in the world right now. And how do you know that that's even going on? By the indwelling spirit of God. Mm who you wanna respond to appropriately. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So what God says about you believers probably far more than you're probably comfortable admitting or acknowledging and the Holy Spirit is probably far more active in your life than you Mm -hmm. acknowledge or trust him for. You know, you gotta lean not on your own understanding. Charles Spurgeon wrote, "'It is ever the Spirit's work "'to turn our eyes away from self to Jesus, "'but Satan's work is just the opposite of this, "'for he is constantly trying to make us "'regard ourselves instead of Christ. "'We shall never find happiness by looking at our prayers, "'our doings or our feelings. It is what Jesus is, not what we are, that gives rest to the soul. Hmm. If we would at once overcome Satan and have peace with God, it must be by looking to Jesus. Hmm. And here's the interesting thing. You look to Jesus by responding appropriately to the Spirit of God. Yeah. Amen. Because he points us toward Christ. Absolutely. He glorifies glorifies the Son. Amen. Mm -hmm. So encouraging
0: when you look at this list and you think, this seems like hard work. To remember, I trust Christ.
1: Yeah. And the Spirit is helping me to trust Christ. Yeah. Don't try to remember ten things. Just try <laughs> to remember to, to trust the Lord.
0: There you go. Right. Right on. Thanks so much, Pastor Mike. Mm-hmm.
1: Good to be with you.